Welcome to Rooted, a series exploring journeys of faith, hope, and love. Welcome, friends. This is Devin Cleffer, your host of Rooted. And on this episode, we get to sit down with longtime member of Faith Community Church, and that is Heather Hughes. And one of the interesting things that I really love about our conversation on this episode is that I've known the Hughes for a very long time, but it wasn't until I actually got to sit down and hear some of the insights of her journey with Christ that I really had a better understanding of who this fantastic woman of God is. So as always, I start off with the conversation of what was that first memory like of knowing Jesus? Well, um, I mean, I was brought up in church from pretty much right as a baby um, in a family with uh, four kids. I'm the oldest and uh, I, it just felt real to me at a pretty young age. I mm. became a believer at the age of four. Wow. And I got baptized at eight. And I was in a church very similar to Faith Community. It was just a smaller family church. So mm. I felt really a part of it. Like everybody knew me mm. and my family. So yeah. I guess um, kind of a similar experience, which is great. <laughs> I think a lot of folks that grew up in a church household can probably identify with Heather's early experience with Jesus. And what's interesting about that to me as I as I listen to her tell her story is I wanted to know more about when it actually became her decision, her choice and and what that looked and felt like. Well, I do remember when I was four and I can even picture my bedroom and asking him every night to uh and then my mom said, you don't have to keep asking because you've already, you know, given your life. You don't have to keep asking to become a Christian or, or to give your life to him because you already did. And so, um, so I guess I must have really wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> Having not grown up in a Christian household, I always find it fascinating, alluring even, when folks can claim that they've known Jesus the vast majority of their life. In fact, really probably not even understanding or remembering life without Jesus. And what I really wanted to get at was just knowing a little bit of Heather and Jonathan's story was that that one time maybe that stood out above others where they really saw the power of Jesus work in, in their life. Yeah. I mean, just a really quick early one that I remember that when God really became very real to me is when I was 10 and I was, um, playing in a friend's backyard and we had a favorite tree that we climbed in all the time and played in all the time. And there was kind of like a little dry lightning going on down there because that happens a lot in San Diego. And we had climbed out of the tree and walked over and sat down on a bench and lightning split the tree down the middle about very close by. (laughs) Um, And so I think like at that point, at a, that was only 10 like I was afraid and scared and I really clung to my verse. It's still my verse at that age. And I remember just saying it over and over, which is Joshua one nine. Um, you know, have I not commanded you be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be afraid for the Lord. Thy God is with you wherever you go. And so that's just an early memory of me really clinging to God when something happened that felt really traumatic at that age, (laughs) you know, so that, 
you know, that's a quick example, but definitely, I mean, as, you know, Jonathan shared about our, the birth of our son, Micah, and for me, even after that, the anxiety and that had kicked in later, after all the stuff we've been through with him. <laughs> You know, that's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about this series, and, and that is being able to sit down with a couple and actually get two different insights on the same shared divine experience. And so when I asked Jonathan in another episode of Rooted about this situation and the circumstances surrounding the birth of their son, Micah, it was interesting to me to get Heather's side of, of her experience. Well, yeah, I mean, so we're heading into having a baby and we have a two-year-old, you know, so that was a concern. But um, I think, so I was, you know, as a mom, I'm just like, oh, how is he going to be? How is he going to do? I mean, God amazingly gave us that first kid that was just the right kind of kid to handle it. Mm. <laughs> he went, he stayed at his grandparents' house. God really took care of him mm. and he was really happy. You know, which, I, you know, I was so thankful. He was just so happy and well taken care of. And to him, it was all fun. And so I'm trying to stay on track. Yeah, so yeah. that. But, you know, there's one thing I remember, and Jonathan didn't share this, is um, there was one day we were sitting in the hallway outside the NICU pretty early on. And, you know, one of the doctors said, it really doesn't look like things are improving. And just feeling, feeling really discouraged. But that morning I'd gone and bought a baby book because I thought, you know what? I'm just going to fill out a baby book. So we're sitting in the hallway filling out a baby book because I thought, you know what? I want to have something even if we don't end up getting to bring him home. And Jonathan said, you know, I had this vision of him being this little big headed blonde haired kid. Uh, that like Charlie Brown, you know, kind of big head, blonde hair. Um, and it's just so funny because that's really like what he looked like when he got older. And it kind of gave us this hope of maybe we're going to see him when he's older. Yeah. So I don't know. It was a, just a guy. I feel like that was a God moment of him giving Jonathan a vision. Yeah, absolutely. Of what he was going to look like. As a parent myself, I certainly can't imagine greater tests of faith than things that would concern not not just the health of my child, but quite frankly, the, the life of my child. And so I really wanted to explore how this helped shape or, or maybe even brought up a, a period or a season of time where Heather actually maybe had questions about her faith. Yeah, I mean, I think all along I was preparing myself for the worst case scenario in a way because I thought I don't know what God's plan is yeah I kept and I think that was when people kept saying he's going to be fine mm. he's going to be all right like he's going to make it and I just kept saying you know I believe that we were supposed to have this pregnancy I'm supposed to have this baby I would not have chose any differently but the rea I really did feel like I, we don't know we went into the hospital. They gave us a 50-50 chance of him living. Wow. Um, and 25% if he went on ECMO. <laughs> so wow. it was a very big reality that we were not going to bring him home. And I feel like I just had to sit back and wait and trust God with what was going to happen. And 
so I think I had some reality going on that he may not come home with us. Um, and I somehow was able to trust God with that. <laughs> you know, Heather's such a great example of, I think, so many folks that can be facing highly emotional, uncertain times, and especially when, again, it's dealing with the health of our kids, can be so profound to go through. And yet, often is the case where what we're setting ourselves up for as far as dealing with fallout, so many times God turns that upside down, contrary to maybe what we are geared up for, and we have this incredible blessing that wasn't even part of our processing. So I really wanted to explore that more. What was that like going from, oh my goodness, we're, we're on life support basically, and then we're going to take Micah off the machine, and then guess what? We actually get to bring him home. I mean, I was, of course, so thankful, but I, I don't know if I had realized that some of the hardest work was about to start mm. <laughs> bringing him home and... Um, the exhaustion, like that, that is a time that I had to really say, God, <laughs> so tired. Yeah. Uh, cause I mean, we had a very, he was still not, he was sick and he was on like eight medications. So we had all these little vials of wow. things. He was withdrawing from morphine cause he had a lot of pain medication in the hospital that he had to come off of. And, you know, so it was like thankful and exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. so tired and yeah. exhausted. He was, um, he had a nose tube for food because mm. he couldn't eat. So just trying to, we were still trying to feed him by mouth. It was just, it was a very tiring time. So it was a mixture of thankfulness and God, this is so much to handle. Right. <laughs> having right. this baby home with us. Heather's response to that last question was so profound to me because I think it was so raw, right? It was so real. You, you could feel that even though in, in many ways that their prayers have been answered and at the same time, there was more hard work to, to go through. And I think that it, it was so courageous of both Heather and Jonathan to not only do that as parents, but, but certainly be able to just be very frank in telling of their story. And so I really turn to the next part of our conversation, which was, listen, there are folks that, that are listening to this interview and, and maybe skeptical of the existence or the power of Jesus in the lives of those that call him Lord and Savior. And so I really wanted to know, based on everything that she has been through since age four and, and growing up and then as a mom, what is something that she would want those people, those folks that haven't yet received Christ as their Savior to understand about Jesus. I've thought about this, you know, a lot when people say, how do you know God is real? And I think it's just honestly the moments, just being, I mean, Jonathan had said it too, being carried through when you're at the absolute end of your strength and ability, when you're just completely laid out and helpless and being carried, like you just know that God is with you and that God is carrying you and that God's giving you strength that you don't have. Um, I mean, I just feel it just to me, his presence is just there and known. I just can't even, it's hard to describe it, <laughs> but I don't think I could have gotten through those days 
had I not known that God was with me and helping us and had brought Micah home with us and we were supposed to be getting, you know, helping him get better. (laughs) I think Heather did a fantastic job of really compressing all of those experiences with God throughout her life and really detailing not just for folks that may be in a position where they're still questioning or wondering or doubting if if Jesus and God exists, but also as such a great reminder for those of us that identify as followers of Christ, that, that we have these great testimonies, these, these moments in our life, those stones of remembrance, if you will, that we can turn to in, in times and seasons of doubt or depression. And so I'm thankful to Heather for being willing to courageously share her story of Christ in her life. As always, you can log on to santacruzfaith.org and find our complete archive of shows. We're available on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And we look forward to sharing more stories of faith with you in this Rooted series. Thanks for listening to Rooted. Rooted is a production of Faith Community Church in Santa Cruz, California. For more information about Faith Community Church or to experience more stories of hope from the Rooted archives, please visit us online at santacruzfaith.org.